Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. So I was just talking to someone yesterday, a conservative fellow Republican, and again, I was hearing the same old line, well, I'm not sure about Trump. I mean, I love Trump. He was, he was great for what he did in his time. That's the common thing. He, he was great for that time. But what about Ron DeSantis? And you know what? Let me make this point to all of my uh, fellow listeners out there and fellow conservatives. Is Ron talking about election fraud? I, I haven't heard Ron talking about election fraud. Honestly, you know who's talking about election fraud? Donald Trump and Katie, uh, not Katie Hobbs, Carrie Lake, who's fighting Katie Hobbs in Arizona. Katie Hobbs, fake gubernatorial victory in Arizona. Carrie Lake's still talking about it and fighting. And let me say this to be clear. It doesn't matter who you run, Ron, Trump, Carrie Lake, or otherwise, unless you fix, talk about, not just talk about, but fix the election fraud. So any Republican who's not talking about election fraud, not highlighting it, putting the spotlight on it and fighting it, then, then what's the point? It doesn't matter who we run unless the election fraud gets fixed. And that's what Trump and Carrie Lake and real MAGA conservatives are talking about. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying Ron's not a conservative. I sang his praises yesterday. The, the firearms thing they're getting done in Florida is amazing. Ron's great. But where is the talk on election fraud? That needs to be front and center. Okay. Yesterday, I said I started with some good news, which I did, about the constitutional carry legislation we're seeing in Florida restoring the legitimate constitutional right to carry a firearm without having to get a tiny little stupid bureaucratic piece of paper certificate from the government so you can actually do what the Constitution already says you can do, which is carry a firearm. By the way, good morning and welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your fearless host, Sergio Fassa. I said I had some good news and more good news that will highlight the two sides of the coin, the greatness of conservatism and a Republican majority and the failures of Democrats, the Democrat Party and socialism. So this from the economic epic times, will Democrats and the squad, that is those four plus crazy leftist liberal female representatives from all over the country, including Acacio, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Ilhan Omar and those other Looney Tune fanatics from, I think it's Michigan up there, who hate Israel, are completely anti-Semitic and anti-American. Will Democrats and the squad join the GOP in denouncing socialism? Now, this is why having a Republican majority is awesome. House members could be asked if they denounce socialism. House GOP members the new majority, will ask all of their colleagues to make their position publicly known on socialism. Listen to this. On January 26th, Representative Maria Salazar, Republican from Florida. Yes, you got to love these Florida Republicans. They're really awesome. I like Matt Getz, despite all the craziness with the Kevin McCarthy House Speaker vote and how Matt Getz was causing a problem for that. 
Ron is down there. A lot of good folks from Florida. Florida's looking mighty pretty these days. Representative Maria Salazar, Republican from Florida, and House Majority Leader Representative Steve Scalise, Republican from Louisiana, who is would be considered essentially part of the establishment. He's part of the House leadership. Look at it. This is great. We are, we are moving, forcing the party to the right, conservative. They introduced the House Concurrent Resolution 9, titled Denouncing the Horrors of Socialism. Salazar and Scalise intend to bring the resolution to the House floor vote House floor for a vote this week. And that squad that also has to vote on this. So all of the House has to vote on this resolution denouncing socialism. Will you get on record publicly, publicly affirming this resolution? Vote yay or nay. Yay, I affirm the resolution denouncing socialism, or I vote nay, I do not affirm this resolution, meaning you vote in favor of socialism. And the nine members of the ultra-progressive squad who are going to have to go on public record voting on this include Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat from New York, Ayanna Presley, Democrat from Massachusetts, one of the original squad members. Here are the two I was talking about. Uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib, Democrat, Michigan. Jim, uh, Representative Ilhan Omar, Democrat, Minnesota. So I was right. Upper Northern Midwest crazy liberals. Then you got a couple more from New York. Corey Bush from, uh, I think, Missouri. Anyway, you get the point. It could get dicey. Currently, every member of the squad says they are liberal and progressive. Only AOC and Tlaib openly call themselves socialists. So that's great. How absurd is this? It's, it's traitorous. Socialism is a, is a traitor philosophy. It is a, it's the philosophy of modern Benedict Arnolds who hate our country. Currently, uh, the resolution outlines... Horrific lived experiences of socialism. So it's forcing the representatives to go on record to say whether or not they denounce socialism, which is great. But then these Republicans put into the resolution all kinds of details showing and highlighting the horrific, as I said, lived experiences of socialism. This is all from the Epic Times article. Now, I want to read comments that are made and comments from in the resolution that will give you a little walk through the park of history on how terrible socialism is and why it is a moral imperative to denounce it and repudiate it. It is the antithesis of American freedom, ethical, moral freedom, legal freedom, law and order, the uh, protection of the divine right to life and property. It is the antithesis to the Declaration, which says God has endowed every person with certain unalienable rights that among these are the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, God-given natural rights. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. I mean, how sublime are these words? And exactly correct, with a, written with a view towards a creator God and his moral order in the world. Socialism is the opposite of that, and that's why I said it's traitorous, it's barbaric, it's anti-American. AOC and Tlaib and the like and those who are socialist and progressive are advancing and advocating for causes that are against, that are, that, are, that are an assault on our own nation. Okay, the district, this is Representative Salazar, the district I represent is one that knows the failures of socialism all too well. 
Salazar said, whose constituency includes a large population of Cuban exiles. So she's from a heavy Cuban district, which comes from a communist regime in Cuba. She herself may be Hispanic. I'm not sure. My constituents understand firsthand the consequences that socialist ideology brought to our continent. Misery, oppression, and exile. I am proud to introduce a resolution that makes it clear. Socialism fails whenever it has been tried, and we don't want it here. This is from a heavily, primarily Hispanic Cuban representative district in Florida calling for the denunciation of socialism. That is an incredible turn of the tide, Representative Scalise said. The natural progression of socialist and communist policies is to a totalitarian state that deprives its citizens of basic freedoms and human rights. The American people know this. They've seen the horrors of communism and the tens of millions killed by regimes in China, the Soviet Union, North Korea, and elsewhere. All of these, his point is, are socialists. Hundreds of thousands of Russians, Chinese, Cambodians, Koreans, Cubans, and Venezuelans have fled from murderous communist dictatorships and have legally resettled here in America. They are a living testament to the barbarity of these socialist regimes and the promise of the American dream. Presently, 75 House members, including Salazar and Scalise, have signed on as supporters of the resolution. The resolution lays out and describes in stark language a litany of violence, repression, and killing imposed by socialist states and nations. Listen to these clauses from the resolution and the detailed statistics of how evil and wicked and murderous socialism is. Whereas socialism has repeatedly led to famine and mass murders and the killing of over 100 million people worldwide, reads one clause. Socialism, the resolution declares, has repeatedly led to famine and mass murders and the killing of over 100 million worldwide, and that, quote, many of the greatest crimes in history were committed by socialist ideologues, including, and then it names them, Vladimir Lenin, Joseph Stalin, Mao Zedong, Fidel Castro, Pol Pot, Kim Jong II, Kim Jong Un, Daniel Ortega, Hugo Chavez, and Nicolas Maduro. The resolution also cites that tens of millions died in the Bolshevik Revolution. At least 10 million people were sent to the gulags in the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, USSR, and millions more starved in the terror famine Holodomor in Ukraine, and between 15 million and 55 million people starved to death in the wake of famine and devastation caused by the Great Leap Forward in China. And then there's pictured, they show pictures, Communist Party cadres hang a placard on the neck of a Chinese man. So this is what happens in a communist regime. The words on the placard states the man's name and accuse him of being a member of the black class. Also, another picture, young red guards brandish copies of Chairman Mao's Little Red Book in Beijing during the Cultural Revolution in 1966. The red guards rampage through Chinese towns, terrorizing people, particularly the elderly. So it's not just a confiscation of property, socialism, but it is a complete, a complete overturning, a throwing out, a casting aside, an abolishing of individuality and the right to property and life. Socialism, the elites own everything. All of the population is a ward of the state. All property ownership is controlled by the state, and therefore, 
all of the people are owned by the state. So you're not only your property, but your value as an individual and your own life is subsumed by the state. And then the state can wantonly kill you, put placards and labels on you, send you off to death camps, work camps, steal your property, send you off, murder you and your whole family, and basically erase you because you are nothing more than a statistic, a number, and a property of the state. You are not an image bearer of God. It is a wicked, wicked, evil, devised human philosophy and has ravaged our history in the last 100 to 150 years, particularly the 20th century, the untold deaths. And so the Republicans are like, let's get on record denouncing it. Fantastic. Now from the Epic Times, I said I would mention this yesterday. This is incredible. In light of all that communist China in particular has done, a socialist regime, and their mass murder of people over the last multiple generations, we just read 15 million, upwards of 55 million. I've heard even higher numbers than that. The people murdered in death camps in China, starvation, deprivation. Also, recently, the genocide of the Uyghurs, who are a population group, I believe, in Western China, primarily Muslim, wiped out, massacred. Tech billionaire Bill Gates says the United States and Australia should adopt a more conciliatory approach to working with China on issues such as climate change. So in the midst of all of this and the horrors of socialism and and the horrors of China, even currently, presently, right now, we have one of the uh, leading billionaires, the elites of all elites, one of the architects of the global new world order, one of the uh, patrons and attendees at Davos, where the most elite wealthiest come and tell us how they need to take over the planet to save the world. He's telling us that in the name of climate change, we need to get along better with China. Gates pra- praised the Asian country's economic growth. Praised the- How do you have any sort of praise for the wicked, murderous thug empire called China? Bill Gates should lose all credibility reasonably, logically, and morally for saying anything good about China and the China's, go- China's government. I see China's rise as a huge win for the world. Really? Murderous China's rise is a huge win for the world. The current mentality of the U.S. to China, and which is reciprocated, is kind of a lose-lose mentality, he said in Sydney on January 23rd. What, our mentality that they're an evil empire? I can't take this. This is so ignorant. I'm going to pick up with this tomorrow because I want to start the episode with it and highlight how our elites are working with wicked regimes to institute globalism because they love top-down control and they love regimes like China. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Evil needs to be called evil by name and our Republican Congress is putting people on record to do just that, including the wacko leftists. See you tomorrow.